You're listening to The Morning Drive with Kurt and Anthony on FM 96.3 and AM 620. We're in heaven here on the morning drive. Yes, indeed. Welcome back, everybody. Kurt and Anthony here on this. Thank God it's Friday. Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, We're back and joining us now online is Emiliano. I knew I was going to screw that up. Emiliano Void. He is the producer of the Black Experience. Good morning, Emiliano. Good morning. How are we holding up? We are holding up well here. So, um, February, of course, is Black History Month. So tell us about black the black experience. I know you're the producer of it. Uh, and tell us how this works. It's going to be at the Flynn. Uh, give us some of the details. Yeah, so I'm, I'm one of the knuckleheads putting this thing together. But ultimately, it's the, the third edition of the black experience, which, uh, which serves kind of as the flagship event for Black History Month for Burlington. And you're right on the money. We're going to be at the Flynn from 6 to 8, 8.15 on the 24th. And then we go right into the park. And we're really excited about the lineup this year. we got a world leader in systemic racism and bias that will be doing a, an educational keynote for the crowd. And that will be on the first part of the programming. Then we have Grammy-nominated acapella group Sweet Honey and the Rock, followed by Talib Kweli as the musical headliners. And then we pour everybody out into the park. We're bringing in giant 30-foot by 30-foot inflatable igloos. We'll have local performers in there, some DJs as well as some food carts, all completely free to the community. We provide transportation from across the state for various pickup spots by buses, trying to make it easily accessible for folks and something to celebrate for the culture. I think that's great, the way that you're, you're, you start inside the Flynn and then you spill out into the park in giant igloos. That is so cool. <laughs> well, at least in theory, it sounds good. We'll have to see in reality. <laughs> I, I was thinking about, uh, <laughs> I used to be a techie, you know, and I'm thinking, my God, that's a heavy lift. <laughs> but that's so yeah. cool. Where did that yeah, come well, from? Well, part of what we're trying to do, right, Burlington is and Vermont as a whole, right, we're the second whitest state in the country. And part of the idea around the black experience is really shining a light on black communities and folks that live across the state. But another real thing is trying to find creative ways to bring communities together. And so we thought it was really cool to provide really talented, like world-class educational opportunities to the community. And we thought it was great to bring in this like world-class talent as well. But one of the things that we felt we were missing in years past was the ability to create connection between folks. And certainly we felt like putting in a bunch of people in a park, in some inflatable igloos in the dead of winter, was a pretty creative way to try to bring folks together. So we're hoping it pan out. It pans out. We've had great support from the community in years past, and, and we're really, really hopeful that this year shows well as well. And well, go ahead. I think you. I think you nailed it because you know that you're right. It, it's great to go to the Flynn, and and we're all sitting and watching a performance, but we're not really connecting with one another. And so you, you see the performance, and then then you go out and you and you're in the park, and there's food trucks, and you can mill around and. Uh, and and just check out all this other entertainment. I, I think it's ingenious, actually. <laughs> well, like I said, it it sounds good on paper. Time <laughs> will tell how it really plays itself out. But yeah, we're excited to be able to lean in and and try to build in community in this way. And and it's a real privilege for us to play any part of that. So yeah, it's, 
it's cool in theory. Hopefully, folks show up, and, and hopefully it goes well. Nobody gets blown away in, in giant inflatable evening. <laughs> and uh, Emiliano, this is the third one here in Burlington, right? It is the third one. Uh, wise man told me the third would be the hardest, and that was no lie. So, <laughs> like I said, fingers crossed about how it all goes. Obviously, you're doing some new stuff in this one, but how did the first two go? Um, it was really, really nice. Um, there's always, I think, one of the things that, that we have to be honest about is organizing in community. You never really get everyone. You know, you can't, it doesn't matter what you roll out. It doesn't make everybody happen every time. But we've been really, really lucky to be well-received by the community every time that we've did, done this. And I think the real measure of success is in, in attendance. And I've been super fortunate to have some folks walk up and talk to me after the fact and, and tell me about the kind of impact that a singular event like that had for them in this place where there's not a ton of opportunities for black folks to find themselves celebrated and represented, kind of taking center stage for the city and certainly for the state. So, yeah, I think attendance has been the truest measure of success, and every year we've grown our number, and we're hoping that that trend carries for this year as well. And then, okay, third year of the event, event, it's the flagship event for Black History Month, the Black Experience. As you said, it's (laughs) completely free, right? Everything's free. Now, what about, my understanding is the transportation is provided across the state. Is that right? Yeah. So one of the things that we really wanted to do, we know that like, kind of the beating heart of, of Vermont often tends to find itself being, you know, Chandon County and Burlington in particular. But one of the things that we really wanted to be sensitive to is that, like, black people thrive all across the state. And so trying to find kind of creative solutions to make it easy for folks, from regardless of what part of Vermont they're in, to find themselves coming to an event like this was really dead center of what we were trying to organize. So right from the onset, we worked with an unbelievable local company, Green Mountain Power, and they've been super generous in providing us fleets of buses that we run across the state to bring folks to and from the event at completely no cost. And we've been coordinating with local community organizations across the state in order to set up kind of these rally points and pick up spots for folks to get grabbed and then dropped off on the way back. So it costs no money to get there. You can be chauffeured for us. If we can knock out as many barriers of entry to this thing as possible, we hope it makes it as accessible for the community as possible. And Emiliano, do you do this uh, in other cities as well? Hell no. We barely can do this in <laughs> This is not what we do as an organization. Again, I don't want folks to get the wrong idea. We're not like professionals in this. We're not event planners or organizers were literally just a few community members that felt that there was a gap during Black History Month for the celebration of black folks in Burlington, and we just kind of put our heads together. We spent time, money, and effort, just a couple of dummies running around trying to piece this thing together. The idea of taking it anywhere is terrifying to me. Doing it here in and of itself is hard enough. Well, Emiliano, you just described our show exactly. A couple of, <laughs> a couple, a couple of dummies. <laughs> yeah. So we live we live that. Uh, we're with you. I, I'm impressed. Your lineup is huge. Sweet Honey and the Rock. Uh, that, I mean, how, the, how did you go about uh, getting uh, lining up the entertainment? Yeah, um, we've got unbelievable partners with us that really make it all true. And, and I think this is probably the most important part of this. All of these are like wild ideas. We're just, you know, we just throw things out there and, and hope that somebody can catch them and, and help make them real. And all of the reason that we have any measure of success is because of the unbelievable organizations and partners that kind of lean in and help us activate this. And on the talent side of the fence, the Flynn carries a huge amount of weight and responsibility 
and how it is that we go about curating the talent. They've been instrumental from day one and certainly have been the absolute linchpin of this entire thing. So we lean on them and their expertise. They know how to put on a show way better than we would. So they throw out ideas. We say yes, no, and then fingers crossed for how it goes. But they were really intentional about trying to make sure to execute the vision of these wild ideas that we had through the kind of talent that we're bringing to the stage. So this is like, these are Grammy-nominated folks, you know, folks that are well-tenured and have unbelievable amount of success in their career, and it's awesome for us to be able to throw it at the community at no cost. Yeah, it is. I mean, if, if you just, uh, I, I was looking at, at, at some of the, some of the accomplishments, uh, and uh, th- these are heavy hitters. Uh, and then to have, you know, um, Dr. Livingston uh, talk about, you know, the underlying bias and racism. I mean, it's part of the conversation. And, uh, and to be able to package it in, in such a fun event with some heavy-hitting talent and then to, to go out and enjoy, you know, I'm a food guy. So I'm like, food mm-hmm. trucks, okay, cool. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, try to do an event where you want to bring a bunch of black folks together and not serve food, and you see how that goes. So for, for us, it's, it's another way that we celebrate community. You know, yeah. it's just an unbelievable amount of local black talent, and we're super excited to be able to showcase that in the park. But also, we got great food that's available from a whole bunch of different cultures, and so we try to make the space available for folks to show up enjoy good entertainment, enjoy good food, make a few friends, hopefully, and then leave with some kind of impact and, and different thoughts and feelings about the folks that you share your community with. And, li- and listen, Emiliano, we have politicians on the show sometimes who duck questions that we ask them. So I love it when I ask a question and the answer is, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might, maybe we should have got the audience ready for that before. Yeah, I guess, like I said, we're not like we're not polished folks. We don't really know. No, what we're we doing. that's we're just great. Trying to contribute. Yeah. So, no. All right. So this is the big show that's upcoming for Black History Month. The Black Experience producer is Emily Emiliano Void. Uh, give us the details one more time. Yeah, February twenty fourth. You can find us at the Flynn from about six to eight fifteen, eight thirty. We'll be in the park, activating City Hall Park right across the street from about eight to ten p.m. And then the next day, we have a full-length performance on the 25th by Sweet Honey in the Rock. That's happening at the Flint again. So folks are around. you got something to do. you got nothing to do. Come hang out with us for a few days. And so people, even though it's free, they should, should they register or how do, what do they do? Yeah, they can register directly on the Flynn website. Um, it's better to just register to make sure that we can have enough seats. Last year, we came pretty close to capacity. So, yes, if folks can get right on the Flynn website or go to the blackexperiencebt.com, the registration links are all out there. It, it, there's no cost. You can make a donation if you want to support the efforts that we're doing for kind of in the future. But, yeah, it's absolutely free. Jump on the registration link, sign up, get a couple emails in the process. And so you encourage people to sign up, but if they haven't signed up and they just want to come down, they can, right? That's the idea. Yeah, All no right. barriers. You just walk in the door. Perfect. Emiliano Void, the producer of the Black Experience, the flagship show for Black History Month at the Flynn. Thanks for being on the morning drive today. Thanks for having us, fellas. You got it. Thank you very much. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Consumers are buying more Frito-Lay chips, Mountain Dew, and Gatorade. And now PepsiCo is forecasting profit growth for the full year of at least 8%. Snack lovers are not deterred despite Pepsi raising prices in recent years to counter its higher costs. 
The price hikes have made it possible for the company to make significant gains in profit. The company that invented Ozempic and Wegovy shots for weight loss is sitting on a successor in pill form. But you won't be seeing it at the local pharmacy for now. The pill version requires far more of the same active ingredient, and Novo Nordisk already cannot make enough of it to meet demand. The company had originally planned to file for regulatory approval last year. Now the target is this year. Stocks posted slight gains yesterday. The S&P 500 briefly hit the 5,000 mark for the first time, but it closed just shy.